The Sixers season has had a lot of ups and downs so far. Interesting questions, decisions, and more. But I think the biggest one of them all is the lack of utilization for Matisse Thiebel. So today we'll take a deeper dive into this puzzling situation here on Philly Take with RB. What is going on, everyone? RB here. Welcome into the show. Hit the like button if you enjoy this content. Be sure to subscribe by hitting that red button down below and hit that bell so you don't miss any of the Sixers coverage. Today, we are back. And being completely honest, I just can't put my finger on this. I do not know the answer. I've been talking about this all season long here on the show. I don't know why the Sixers won't give Matisse Thibel more of a chance. Why are they neglecting him and neglecting themselves of having more talent to be used against some of these better, athletic, more lethal guards and wings. It doesn't make any sense, and I hope that we can provide more context and break it down and maybe come together to find some answers. But let's talk about last night. The Sixers go down to the Chicago Bulls, who have been a bad team for most of the year, but they have talent, right? And for the Sixers, playing without your leader, without Joel Embiid, is always a tough opportunity. But for I'd say a quarter, maybe two quarters, the Sixers felt like they were in command of the game. They had control. They were doing their thing. Tyrese Maxey looked a lot better. James Harden had an awful night, but the Sixers still felt like they could win that ball game. Now, why did they not? Why did they fall? Why did they go down? Well, there's multiple reasons for that. I didn't like some of the matchup-based decisions from Doc Rivers. There was a lot I did not like, but the main reason of them all, obviously the Chicago Bulls shot out of their mind but it was mainly Zach Levine. Zach Levine went off last night. He had 41 points, 41 points. He went 11 for 13 from deep. This is Zach Levine, who as a member of the Chicago Bulls, historically has not played well against the Philadelphia 76ers. He has not performed well. And why? What is the answer to that question? It's been on the base of one man, one man named Matisse Thibel. One man named Matisse Thibel. If you don't believe me, there have been videos put out on this show before, and you can go and look up research, look up articles. There have been articles written about Matisse Thibel's ability to put a clamp on Zach Levine. I'm talking NBA. I'm talking in college. I'm talking in high school. Matisse Thibel got called up from JV to stick Zach Levine and absolutely put him in prison. And he has done it throughout his entire career. Matisse Thibel is the kryptonite of Zach Levine. Last night, Thibel plays 12 minutes. He came in in the first quarter near the end, and then he played a few minutes, went out, came back in in the third quarter. Meanwhile, I'm tweeting out live. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at RB Philly Take. I'm tweeting out live during the game, and we're watching the game. I, I break down every game live here on this show, so be sure to tune in. I'm breaking it down live saying, where is Matisse Thibel? Why is he not in the game? And I'm confused. Everyone on Twitter is interacting with my tweets saying, "What? You're, I mean, what is going on here? Where is he? And what happens? Matisse Thibel comes in. Now it's too late because Zach Levine's already on a roll. He's on a hot streak. But Thibel comes in and immediately makes a play on the first possession against him in the third quarter. Gets him to dribble it off his leg. Thibel gets credited with a steal. Boom. Gone. Or actually, he didn't get credited with the steal, but it... it Essentially was. Thibel poked it away off of the leg of Levine. Boom, out of bounds. And after that, Zach Levine was just on a roll, so there was no stopping him. The Sixers were terrible in terms of rotating their defense, and 
they were leaving shooters wide open. And again, the Bulls just could not miss. But Matisse Thybul is the way to stop some of these guys, Levine, DeRozan, et cetera, and on other teams. And he just has not gotten the run. And that was the main reason the Sixers lost the game. Doc Rivers didn't adjust. I mean, he brought Paul Reed in cold in the fourth quarter. That's another guy who hasn't been playing at all. You know, he played early in the season. And then after a couple bad games, boom, he's done. Now, Montrezl Harrell, to be fair, has had a couple of great games here. His two best games of the season. But still, the the Sixers have been getting out-rebounded heavily. Why not go and put a guy like that? And why wait till the fourth quarter and put him in? It, some of these decisions just don't make sense to me. But anyway, speaking about Matisse Thibel, I've been trying to sit here and, and figure out why he did not play more last night. You know, I mean, I would have started Matisse Thibel knowing his prior success against Zach Levine. So I take it back and I, I you know, was thinking back to training camp and we actually put a video out here on this show the day before training camp began. And in that video, we talked about comments from Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers, and they really played Matisse Thibel up this offseason. Here's what they said. This was from the video three months ago. Doc Rivers, quote, I couldn't be happier in the way Tease has attacked the summer. He's been one of our hardest workers. He's worked both on the things we needed him to work on the floor and on his body and strength. And then I looked at an article from Kai Carlin, who three games into the season questioned Doc Rivers on why Matisse Thibel had not played a single minute. Matisse Thibel did not play until the third game of the season. And here's what Doc Rivers had said at that point on October 22nd, quote, it's just the other guys. It's a pecking order right now. Well, we saw how much that pecking order failed to execute when everybody else got injured and Shake Milton and DeAnthony Melton led this team on a seven win game out of nine game stretch. Like those guys were balling. We saw that utilizing more of the offense, playing guys together and getting everybody in sync. And even when Joel and James Harden came back, just seeing how everybody being involved, whether it's Tobias knocking down threes or Tucker cutting to the basket or Melton handling some possessions, whatever it may be, getting everybody together is how this team needs to play based off of the two-man game of Joel and James, but everyone else has to contribute. So that pecking order did not work. And I just don't understand. I don't understand. So I took the Twitter and everybody is wondering the same thing. Where is Matisse Thibel? So let's look at some of the game logs out of Matisse Thibel. Here are the game logs from Matisse Thibel. I'm looking at the regular season. What sticks out? Oh, okay. So against the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, right? And, and the Charlotte Hornets and then the Sacramento Kings. Look at that. 13 minutes, 13, 22. And what does he do in those games? Five for seven from the field. He goes four for seven from the field, nine points, 15 points. Okay. And then, um, you know, 21 minutes, one for three from the field. He did have a steal and he had a block. Okay. And then look at that. 13 minutes against the Pistons. He goes three for five with six points. And then it goes down to one minute per game. Then it goes down to four minutes. Then it goes down to five minutes. And then against OKC, plays 22 minutes. The Sixers blow out OKC. What does he do? Nine points. Three for three from deep. All right, let's take it back a little bit further. Look at this. Back in November, 30 minutes against the Hawks. Three points. He had a, a steal in there. He had a couple rebounds. He played 27 minutes against Utah. Six rebounds. Two points. Five steals. And then he went back to four minutes, five minutes, three minutes, eight minutes. 
Then he played 18 minutes. Do you get what I'm saying here? Before that 16, 13, 11. And this was to start the season here. This was the first game he played against San Antonio, the third game of the year. Three minutes, two minutes, did nothing. Then he plays 22 minutes, six points, two blocks, a steal. What I'm trying to portray here is that you have to let these guys get in a rhythm. You see what happens when Isaiah Joe and Charles Bassey go to other teams. You see what happens when Montrez Harrell now is getting into a bit of a rhythm by playing more minutes. You saw what happened when you started to play Shake Milton more minutes in the rotation. You have to let them get their feet under them. And I just don't understand this back and forth with Matisse Thibel, especially because you came out this offseason and you set the bar this high. You set the standard. You said he was the most improved. You said he worked on the jump shot. And, and people want to put out all these statistics based off what I'm seeing when I watch Matisse Thibel play. He's at least a little more willing to shoot the basketball. He's at least hitting a couple here and there. And he can be a defensive spark plug. No, I'm not saying he's going to be a quality rotation piece for years. No, I'm not saying he's going to have the jump shot pat, you know, in a couple years. No, I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star, whatever. All I'm saying is that he can help the team right now. And he's a former first-round pick. And this goes to a higher issue with the Sixers. It's that they don't develop their first-round draft picks. It has been a huge issue. All these players you lost for, you tanked for, where are they at? Jaden Springer can't crack the NBA. Go back further. I mean, I can think of so many players. Fultz, obviously the misses like Fultz, uh, Nerlens Noel, Jalil Okafor. I can think of Timotei Lawawu Cabarro, Furkan Korkmaz. I can rally off guy after guy after guy. Dario Sarge. I mean, what is going on here? Why can't we develop these players? And even if you want to say Thibel hasn't gotten better as a player, why are you not playing? You see when you give him a bigger sample of minutes, he can play. And to back that up, here's a stat for you. Per Kai Carlin, the Sixers are now 8-0 when Matisse Thibel plays 20-plus minutes in a game. Why won't the Sixers utilize him? It doesn't make sense. This is what was said a couple days ago by Doc Rivers about playing Matisse Thibel over Daniel House Jr. He says, quote, I think Matisse is playing terrific defense. And it really helped us. He's staying aggressive. He's been fantastic for us. This was said on January 5th. Why aren't we playing him 20 or more minutes? Let's go back to the article, right? We said it's a pecking order, right? Here's what Doc Rivers said early in the season. He'll get a chance to earn more minutes at some point for sure. But right now, Daniel House and Melton are in front of him. I understand DeAnthony Melton. Daniel House doesn't play anymore. Why is Matisse Thibel not getting in the rotation? You look at P.J. Tucker, who has been statistically awful. Yes, I think he will step it up. Yes, I think he'll be valuable a little bit come playoff time. But right now, what do the Sixers need as we get closer to trade season? We need an athletic wing. We need someone to step in at the three who can maybe rebound, score a little bit here and there, and just step in and play better than Tucker is right now. And we just don't have that guy. Thibel, of anybody, has maybe the best prototype fit for that role. And if you give him more playing time, maybe he can cut more. Maybe he can, you know, play a little bit around the rim like P.J. Tucker has not done. Maybe Thibel can continue to try to knock down more shots. And if he doesn't, okay, you adjust. But it doesn't make sense to me why he is not getting more minutes. What is the answer to this? What is the answer? Here's a couple more stats for you. Shout out to Ben Dietrich on Twitter. Thibel has been named to two all-defensive teams, is shooting 35% from deep. So, 
It's not like he's shooting 27, 28%. No, he's shooting 35, which is a tick below season average. Now, that is a little bit skewed because he doesn't play as much, but he says he was part of the NBA's best starting lineup by net rating last season, currently has the best plus minus on Philly by a mile, and is playing under 12 minutes a game. Price master voice, Doc Rivers. People still have stock in Matisse Thibel, okay? If you're not going to play him, trade him. If you're not going to play him, trade him. It doesn't make sense. Earlier in the season, I spoke to a couple sources right around the time of training camp when Matisse Thibel wasn't being shown a lot, when he wasn't playing early in the season, and they said they thought it was more of a pitch, right, to get his trade value up. Fine. Trade him then. You can probably get a pick or two right now for Matisse Thibel based on the contract, and this is a contract year, which is why you would try to build his value up, you're probably, you know, you you probably can't make a sufficient trade that'll make the Sixers a whole lot better, but you can probably get some draft assets right now or something of that nature. Other teams, other GMs still believe in the talent of Thibel based on limited action. You need to do something here. Either play him or trade him. It makes no sense. And it's something the Sixers really need right now. Shout out to Jason Timperley on Twitter. He says, the curious case of Matisse Thibel. So far this season, the Sixers are outscoring opponents by 15.7 points per 100 possessions in 386 minutes that Thibel is on the court. I found that this is by far the best net rating of any player in the league, 300 plus minutes. This is just the Sixers. But look at this, on court, plus 15.7 per 100. The next highest is plus 8.2. Again, a little bit skewed because he doesn't play a lot, but still, the numbers show that. And, and I know the Sixers have a lot of people in that analytics department. Why won't you give this guy a chance? A former first round pick that is being wasted on the bench. Jaden Springer, another first round pick being wasted on the bench. At some point, you have to do something, man. You have to figure this out. I just, I cannot understand it. And last night for me was the breaking point. That's why I had, I, I just felt inclined to make this today because I just don't understand. Zach Levine literally cannot score when guarded by Matisse Thibel. And you only play him 12 minutes last night in spurts. I think it goes back to the philosophy that Doc Rivers just does not prefer young players. He prefers his guys, the ones with more experience and the ones who have been around longer. That's really all I can put on it right now I, I just don't know give him a chance man give him a chance but those are just my thoughts i want to hear from sixer nation drop your thoughts down below in the comment section appreciate everyone for tuning in be sure to like comment subscribe and like always i will catch you all in the next one peace